Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 1st of November. And for the first of the month, kicking off a new month, we have risen 47.1 points to 7,370.8, up 0.64 of a percent. We had a high today of 7388.3 and a low of 7325.6. But it was all about the banks today and it was all about the bond yields as well as we head into that very important RBA meeting tomorrow. We did see bond yields collapse after a massive spike on Friday. The 10-year bond back down to 1.9 having hit 2.06 on Friday. So that really did help the market, especially those areas where the market is bond sensitive. The other big issue today was the Westpac numbers, which disappointed pretty much across the board in terms of the cash earnings, in terms of the buyback, and in terms of the outlook. And the last half was pretty mediocre, to say the least. The stock fell a massive, and this is a big fall for a bank of its size, 7.4% today, back to a six-month low, back to 23 78. As a result of that, the big bank index actually went pretty much nowhere, surprisingly, because Commonwealth Bank rescued the banking sector, was up 1.5% or $1.60, whereas Westpac fell $1.90. So not an awful lot of change really in the big bank basket, but a tale of two cities, that is for sure. Across the other financials, we saw QBE up 2.4%. Macquarie came back from its capital raise. I uh, did have a relatively volatile day with a near six buck price uh, difference between the high and the low, closing up 0.42% today for a pretty good day. But it was industrials really where all the action was today and uh, the market certainly taking its cue from those lower bond yields. We had Telstra up 2.6%, Real Estate Group, REA Group up 2.7%. We had the likes of Transurban doing well up 1.6%. West Farmers up 1.8, Aristocrat up 1.65, and Domino's Pizza up 3.5% there as well. Woolies up 0.24, and Coles up 0.6 of a percent. REITs too better. The real estate sector doing well on the back of those lower interest rates. Goodman Group up 1.6, and Charter Hall rising 3.9% today. So everything in the garden pretty rosy in the industrial land. Financials doing better. Uh, tech stocks we had after paid down 0.97 of a percent, but Wise Tech up five and a half and Zero up 4.2. So all up the all tech index actually rose today, up 1.8 percent, shrugging off that one percent fall in afterpay. Over into the mining sector, where of course we did see some falls in iron ore, and we've also seen another dodgy day for coal prices in China. But bear in mind that we don't actually sell any coal to China. So although the headlines look pretty dramatic in terms of the coal price drop in China, when you actually look at the Newcastle coal price, it is far less dramatic. As a result, we saw Whitehaven up one cent, $2.62. But in the big stocks, BHP was down 0.46%. But Rio managed to... 0.75% gain, and Fortescue up nearly 2.9% today, despite that iron ore price fall. South 32 up 0.6%, and we saw once again lithium stocks doing well. Oracobre up 5.8%, and Pilbara 
was up 3.2% today, kicking on. And some of the smaller lithium stocks also doing well today. Gold stocks on the nose. New Crest down 1.8% and Northern Star down 1.7%. But we did see energy stocks doing relatively well. Santos up 1.7%, Woodside up 1%. And my favourite, Karoon, had a goodish day, up 1.9% there. In corporate news today, we had uh, lots of... It's Manic Monday, as is the case these days with M&A Monday. Osnet agreed to a bid from Brookfield. Uh, Seven West Media came out and bid for PRT. That's Prime. Uh, PRT rose 74%, and Seven West Media rose 14.3%. So good for both there. And IPO of the day, there were two IPOs. One, a bank... We haven't seen a proper bank list in Australia for 30 years. The other, an underwear company that promises no chafing. That one, certainly no chafing, up 79.8% today on debut. So the founder there who sold down his shares from 100% to 66%, a very happy bunny. And Judo was the other one that joined the boards today. Judo was a uh, the first bank to list in 30 years. It was at 7.6% better, listed at $2.10, trading at $2.26. JDO is the code there. On the economic front, really all about the RBA. Some minor news today on house prices and people commenting on house prices, but uh, we know where they're going. As Yaz would say, the only way is up. As far as major movers go today in the market, in the big caps anyway, Seven West Media, SWM, up 14.3%. Telex Pharmaceutical, TLX, firm favourite with the punters, up 10.1% today. AVZ Minerals has a couple of lithium tin tantalum projects in the Democratic Republic of Congo. AVZ, the code, up 9.9%. Judo, JDO, new listing, new bank, 7.6% up. Ironeer doing well today. INR up 6.6%. And Ardent Leisure up 6.4%. ALG, the stock code there. Oracobre, ORE up 58 And Calix rounding out the big bank winners CXL 5.8% as certainly some focus at Glasgow on cement production and the amount of carbon dioxide it produces. In terms of the losers today, well, the biggest loser was Westpac, 7.4% down. Red 5 also not doing so well, down 5.8%. And NRW Holdings was down 4.9%. ResMed having a not, not a very nice day, reversing the gain from the other day, down nearly 5% today. RMD, the stock code there. And a little bit of sell-off in the uranium stocks with Boss Energy, BOE down 4.9%, and Chevrolet Global down 4.4%, and Equity EQT down 4.2% today. Vulcan still not recovered from that short seller attack. Big fall on Friday, 4% fall today, just hovering above $12 at 12.01. Positive sectors today, consumer stocks, REITs, energy, financials, with the exception of Westpac, um, and um, tech as well, 
and some of the iron ore stocks not doing so bad. Negative sectors really to the gold miners were really the only negative sector. Really, we had a high of 7,388 and a low of 7,326. There was the odd wobble along the way this morning, but we shrugged it off at the end of the day and had a pretty solid start to the month. The big bank basket down to $186.67. CBA really rescuing that today with that big dollar fifty bounce. All tech index up 1.8%, after pay down 1%. Aussie gold steady at 23.77. Bitcoin drifting lower to $60,370. The Aussie dollar also under pressure today, back down to 75.03 after that big bounce on Friday on the back of the auction that the RBA didn't turn up to. 10-year yield flops back to 1.9%. Over in Asia, there were celebrations as the ruling party in Japan won a majority. Stock rose 2.4% with more stimulus expected. Let's face it, they've been stimulating for the last 30, 40 years. Still hasn't really got them anywhere, but they're going to keep going with the stimulus ideas. Hong Kong down 1.1%. There were some earnings out today, a little bit disappointing there. And China down 03 As far as Dow futures go, currently up around 80-odd points. NASDAQ futures up around 44 points. With stocks on the move today, Seven West Media, one of the big winners, up 14.3% on the back of that prime takeover. AVZ up 9.9% with lithium stocks very much on the in focus today. Tuas up 5%, that's the David Teo-backed Singaporean telco company. Looks like some bargain hunters stepped in there. And Osnet up 3.6% after the Brookfield upped its bid. Kogan, uh, not Kogan, Kodan, CDA, looking interesting today. Uh, They've been under a lot of pressure since their recent business update, but the stock rallied 3.8% today after a couple of directors bought some shares. Always a good sign. I have to say it was pocket change that they invested in the company, and they don't have much interest in the company apart from that. But... um, at least it showed some confidence in the business. Uh, ResMed fell 4.9% today. We had some broker downgrades following the quarterly. All was not as good as some thought, and certainly supply chain issues were going to be an issue going forward. They'd made the most of the Philips recall there on the Philips machines and uh, had made the most of the stock they had, but supply chain issues now a bit of an issue. PH2, Pure Hydrogen, rallied 12.2% today, did well. And RHY, Rhythm Biosciences, which we wrote up uh, last week, also had a good day, up 7% today. IMU, one of Tom's write-ups last week, they announced a positive collaboration, up 4%. And GQG, which is the latest uh, threat, I guess, U.S. fund manager equal to around the Magellan kind of size. Uh, they fell 2.5% today, now below the IPO price. Kingsgate not faring so well since they announced the reopening of the Chattery mine in due course and a delay somewhat to the terms of compensation for the amount of time they've missed out on. They fell 12.4% today. And AT1, which is Atomo, Atomo Diagnostics, they do... Uh, the sort of uh, diagnostic kits for COVID uh, fell 8.6% today. Red 5 down 5.8% today as well. HT1, HT1 falling today here, there and everywhere down 4.2%. And Vulcan, that sell-off continues down 4% today, VUL. 
speculative stock of the day was a stock called Global Lith. GL1 was up 34.02%. Good volume as well. Company announced a cornerstone investment from Yinbin Tianji, taking a 9.9% interest. They raised $13.6 million in a capital raise for their lithium project in Marble Bar. In the news today, West Farmers understood to be eyeing West Australian building company, the Buckridge Group of Companies. GR Engineering, GNG, upgraded full-year revenue guidance to 540 to 560 versus 440 to 460. They had a positive day on the back of that, up 7.1%. TPG has appointed Grant Dempsey as CFO, effective Feb 2020, and Illumina CFO Grant Dempsey to resign on the 31st of January 2022. So he's not even having a holiday, the poor guy. Uh, the Brookfield Consortium to acquire Osnet AST for $2.65 in cash. ServiceStream has completed its previously announced Lendly Services acquisition. And Seven West Media is acquiring Prime Media for $131.9 million, and it's taken a strategic stake in Car Expert. IGO Q1 net profit $46 million versus quarter ago of 452.6. The prior quarter included both results from the Tropicana operation as well as a post-tax gain on the sale of $385 million. And Maca MLD, attracting takeover interest from Thies. In economic news today, we had the Melbourne Institute. Inflation for October was up 0.2% over the month, up 3.1% for the year. Trim mean of only 0.2% over the month, up 2.8% for the year. So that is within the RBA band of comfort of between 2 and 3%. CoreLogic announced house prices rose 1.5% in October, the slowest improvement in nine months. Overseas, we did see uh, COVID news. We had uh, Auckland having a few problems. New Zealand has reported 162 new community cases of COVID-19. Japanese elections out of the way, the ruling LDP party. Uh, it has secured a, min- a majority. And Chinese new home sales fell 32% in October. And the official manufacturing PMI fell below 50 to 49.2, which indicates a small contraction. European and US headlines, COP26, or more like COP Out 26, has begun. Johnson warns the conference is a huge way to go after its G20 fail. And Jen Psaki, Biden's press secretary, has tested positive for COVID-19. And everybody's arguing with the French these days. The UK and France look like they're going to go to war over fishing rights. I remember that from when I was a kid. They were going to war over fishing rights then as well. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening and have a great evening. If you're listening to this on a podcast and you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board. You can head on over to marcustoday.com.au and you can sign up for a free 14-day trial. Thanks very much for listening and have a great evening.